do not look at what everybody else is doing. Stay focused on where your values are, where your visions are, where your passions are, and stay true to your purpose. Because when you align with yourself and don't let all those external parameters come into play, you're going to navigate the world of entrepreneurship in a more positive light, but you're also going to be able to have success faster because you're staying true to who you are and what God is calling you to do. That's Robin Graham, and you're listening to Sister Grow Your Business, the podcast dedicated to helping you, the female Christian entrepreneur, start and grow your business God's way. My name is Brian Dixon, your marketing mentor and business coach. I'm so glad you're here. You check out all the resources available to you at my website, briandixon.com. BrianDixon.com is your one-stop shop for resources to help you start and grow your business. Listen, I'm so excited about this interview with Robin today. I know you're going to get a lot of practical tips and inspiration. So let's go ahead and dive into the show. Robin, welcome to the show. Hi, Ryan. Thank you for having me. I'm just thrilled to be here. I'm so excited to have you. And for those that don't know of you, tell us a little bit about you, about who you serve and about your business. So I am Robin Graham, as you said, and I serve currently women who are trying to build their business. I help them find clarity around their purpose and then navigate those mindset barriers so that they can create a brand marketing strategy and take intentional action. My background is I have a doctorate in pharmacy and 11 years ago, I decided to follow my passion and my hobby and became a professional photographer. And as I was doing that, I was photographing, you know, executives, corporate headshots, and then doing personal branding photography, um, helping people with their, all of their website content and all of that, their images for social media. And I realized nobody really knew number one, what SEO was, how to use images for SEO, or how to build a personal brand that really told the world who they were and what made them unique so that they could build that foundation for long-term success. And I was watching them struggle and get frustrated and they were so overwhelmed. And so I became a certified brand strategist. And today I am doing one-on-one coaching and just couldn't be happier to see women light up, um, find confidence and be able to build what they've been dreaming of. That's incredible. I, I know so many of our listeners are excited because branding is a is a big topic that could be a little overwhelming. I feel like we we all want to to kind of take our stuff to the next level or or Im, Im, improve our brand in in a way. For but let's let's go to you for a second. When as you got your business going and growing, what what's been a habit, a practice, a routine that's really helped you reach the level of success that you're at? So I have a daily practice. I do a devotion every single morning before I look at my phone. That's second. Um, I do my devotion and I journal and my journaling can be prayer. My journaling can be anything around a mindset struggle that I'm having, um, anything to bring me back to my foundation and who I'm meant to serve, what my values are. And I focus on those things every single morning. And then I exercise and that combination has just given me so much energy, clarity, and positive focus to go about my day and do the things that can make an impact. My whole purpose, my whole goal is just to make an impact and help other women. And that keeps me grounded to be able to do that. Mm. That's such an important, it's so important. I know, I know for me, if, 
if I don't take the time in the morning, it's like the rudder of the day. It, it, it feels like the rest of the day is just a little off kilter or a little off focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Mm. And I'm a, I'm a very habitual person, um, creature of habit. And yes. so for me to, if I, if I sway from that in the mornings, then like you said, my day just feels off. Everything's a little wonky. I don't feel as clear headed. I don't feel as much energy. I just feel like something was missing. Yes. So I have to start my day with the same routine every day. Every day. <laughs> it's so important. So that's something that you did. Tell us about something that you would recommend people don't do. Is there is there something that you'd say to the female Christian entrepreneurs out there that they might stop doing in order to be able to move forward? 100%. Stop trying to do it alone plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Like that was the biggest mistake I made in the beginning was I tried to do it all alone. And then when I, you know, was trying to do it all alone, I was watching what everybody else was doing. And all, all that did was send me down like a negative spiral of, Oh, I have to do that because they said that, or I have to do that because they're really big and they have a lot of followers and I want that too. So do not look at what everybody else is doing. Stay focused on where your values are, where your visions are, where your passions are and stay true to your purpose. Because when you align with yourself and don't let all those external parameters come into play, you're going to navigate the world of entrepreneurship in a more positive light, but you're also going to be able to have success faster because you're staying true to who you are and what God is calling you to do. Yeah. Do you, do you have any, uh, like a little bonus tip for us? Do you, do you have some, something you look at on a regular basis? Do you have your, do you have it written out? Like, is, is there a way that you stay focused on that vision? So a couple of things I do, um, I have a couple of Bible passages that I'll reference. Yeah. Um, but really what I do is, um, I'll take a testimonial that I have from a client and I will have it on a sticky note or I will tape it print it off of an email or whatever and print and put tape it to like my tripod that my ring lights on or something. So that if I'm having one of those moments of hesitation, frustration, overwhelm, or doubt, I can look at that and remind myself, okay, I'm here to make an impact. I'm here to serve. And that just brings me back to that focus. Mm, That's, that's such a great reminder. I, I, I do that as well. I call it a brag drawer. What I, what I try to do is I, I, I keep my drawer right, right over here, right off, right off camera. The top drawer is where I'll save any thank you notes. I'll print out book, re- positive book reviews or emails that I've received that if I, I totally agree with you, if, if I'm having a rough day, for me, it's usually not that I'm having a rough day. It's that I'm trying to push through a project that feels like I'm stuck in the mud. Like I just can't get that fifth module recorded or I just can't get that thing edited or the, the, the chapter's just not coming together. I'll open up the brag drawer. I'll take out a testimonial or two. I'll read through it. I'll go, okay, that's who I'm serving. That's why I'm here. And then get back to work. Yeah, absolutely. And something else that has has helped me a lot too is just being able to catch when my anxiety levels rise or I have a negative thought and being able to catch them and then challenge them to say, okay, Robin, is is that realistic? Mm. No, it's not realistic. It it really has no purpose, no basis for anything that I'm doing. So I'll change those thoughts and I'll journal around that so that I can recenter myself, refocus myself on what I'm here to do. And the fact that God is equipping me with every single thing I need and that my journey to date has led me to right where I am meant to be and to serve the people that he wants me to serve. 
Love that. Tell us about a biblical a Bible verse or a biblical principle that's helped you as you've grown your business. So my very favorite verse, well, there, I have so many, yes. I'm not a favorite person, so I have a lot of them, but right. there's one verse that means the world to me. And it is Jeremiah 29, 11, And it's for, I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. And Brian, I have to tell you just a quick story about that. When, so this was years ago, my father was, um, going through treatment for esophageal cancer stage four, Mm. there wasn't a lot of hope in his prognosis. However, my father said, um, he used the motto that he was a a journeyman lineman for Illinois power. And he, he used the tool, you know, just like I wear a tool belt every day to work, God is calling me to be his tool. And if I can bring one person to God, I will have done my job. And sure enough, he brought one person a neighbor who did not have faith. He got baptized before my father passed away and my father was elated, but he would read his Bible every single day. Um, while he was in the hospital doing chemo, he talked to the nurses and the doctors about his faith and this, that, and the other. Well, one day I lived in Pennsylvania. He was in Illinois. So a thousand miles apart, I had two toddlers. So going back and forth was quite an ordeal. Well, I ordered this, um, some stuff for our house while my, you know, while this is going on. And I was on the phone with my dad and I opened this box and I'm like, Oh, there's something in here that I didn't order. And it was like a wall plaque. And I I said, I, gosh, I I didn't order this. And he goes, what is it? And I said, dad, it's a plaque. And it had Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11 on it. It's like, so to me, this, this verse is like the biggest God wink I ever got And from that point on, as my dad went through his journey and he eventually passed away. But from that point on my faith and and the way God presented himself to us during that journey of his illness was, it was like one God wink after another, but Mm. it all started with that verse. That's amazing. It's such a great verse. Mm -hmm. And I I think we can really rest in that, 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 Right. God, God sees the battle from the victory that, that, that we can trust in him, especially when we're in the middle of a situation that we don't see what the end looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think our entrepreneurial journeys are similar to that, right? Um, especially when we have so many distractions with social media and what's going on in the world, it's, it's nice to be able to refer back to that and know that ultimately he has a plan for us and he wants us to prosper and be abundant. Maybe that is not financial abundance right away, but abundance means his grace. Mm -hmm. And then we also have that hope. We have hope for a future with him. Just a quick second to tell you about a free resource that's going to help you get clarity as you seek to start and grow your business. It's called the One Page Business Blueprint, and I'm going to give it to you for free. You just go to briandixon.com slash blueprint to download it today. Well, tell us about your mindset. I, I know that as, as, as I've gotten to know your stuff online, you talk quite a bit about anxiety. I know anxiety is something that many of our listeners really struggle with. And so when it, when it comes to our mindset, do you have a, a, a tip or a strategy for us? I do. So yes, I talk a lot about anxiety. My book is publishing March 15th, You, Me, and Anxiety, Take Action Over Anxiety to Enjoy Being You. And I have had a lifelong journey of anxiety from the time I was a little girl and, you know, back then nobody knew what it was or what to do about it. So my physical symptoms, um, 
were presenting, but nobody could figure it out. So I was just sent to school with a bellyache and crying and whatever, or just told to stay in my room. So, (laughs) you know, I, so when my son started to experience anxiety as well, um, that was really the first time that I dove deep into my own anxiety and what was happening in my body and my mind. And so I kind of went on this journey with my son to heal and, from that experience, I realized that I needed to tell my story and I, I drug my feet. Um, God had put this calling on my heart and I kind of dug my heels in because I was afraid. And of course I, I, my anxiety level would creep up and creep up every time I thought about it. And then lo and behold, he put a publisher in my path last year and it came to fruition. And so I wrote the book with the intention of helping young girls navigate life with anxiety. And then that wasn't quite enough because parents need to understand what anxiety is too. So there's two books and then there's a journal to go along with it. The whole premise of the book is telling people what I've done, what I've learned and how I have been able to navigate my anxiety. And it's what I call the five C's. So you And this is not something you're going to do overnight. This is something that takes time. It takes practice, but being able to catch those negative thoughts, those anxious thoughts, and this goes hand in hand, whether you suffer from anxiety or not, or whether you're an entrepreneur that is just struggling with negative mindset that is causing you to, you know, think you have to be perfect, which sets in fear, procrastination, and then paralysis. So no matter which spectrum you're on, just negative mindset or anxiety, um, catch those thoughts, catch those negative thoughts. And then once you catch them, challenge them. Is there any rationality to these thoughts? Can these thoughts be proven in a court of law? Are these thoughts going to fuel you? Are they going to help you make an impact? Or are they going to hold you back? Is there any realistic level to these thoughts? So once you challenge those thoughts, you can address them and then change them. So you you can transition those thoughts to, okay, no, this isn't realistic, but here is the reality and then change them. And I use journaling, a journaling practice to do this. Um, Anytime those negative thoughts come up, I will journal around them. And and so that I can take that connection between my mind and, and writing and really make them solidify within my brain. And then once you get into this practice and you do it over and over again, you start to be able to control your thoughts. So the second those thoughts come in, you can challenge them. It doesn't take as much time. And so you can very quickly then revert those thoughts to something positive so that you continue to take positive and intentional action. And then as you do that more and more, your confidence is going to go is going to build. And the more confident we are, the more success in life and business that we're going to be able to have. It's such a great practice and we'll make sure to link to the book. Congratulations on the book. We'll make sure the book we'll make sure to to link to all all of those amazing resources in inside the notes. Um, Robin, what would you say is a where where would you say from your perspective, having having done this for a while now, that there's opportunity? I I, I know that many of our listeners kind of get struggle to get started because they feel like all the opportunity is gone. Everybody else has more followers, more more likes, more email subscribers, and it's all been said before. So where would you, from your perspective, where would you say there's opportunity, specifically for somebody who's just getting started? Okay, so. 
Oh, I love this question so much. So when I'm working with my clients and they're, they know they've got a calling, they know they have a purpose, but they're just not clear on it. I always tell people to make a list of your values, your visions, and your passions. You know, your values are those things that you're not going to waver on. They are so important to you, whether it's faith, whether it's um, honesty or, you know, any value, whatever that is, maybe it's service. You want to hold on to those values and not waver on them. What are your visions? Where, when, when I always use the example, when I was a little girl, I was always the teacher, you know, and yes, I was a little bossy. I was the oldest and everybody had to sit in the little desk that my dad picked up probably for free when the school was, you know, getting new desks or something. And everybody, the neighbor girls, my sisters are lined up and I'm the teacher, always the teacher. So I always had this, even in pharmacy school, like I always loved to teach then, then um, my passions, you know, what fuels me, service fuels me, helping other people fuels me, seeing other people light up that, that fuels me. That's my passion. So when I look at all those things together and, and my journey has kind of been non-linear and all over the place, but every single one of those things that I've done have led me to where I am today. And that, so that led me to my purpose. So what I'm doing today, I'm serving others, I'm helping, I'm teaching, I'm, I'm helping them navigate the world, their life, their business. So that's a great example. So from there, I want you to think about when you have that calling on your heart, when you know that you feel that pull, right? You have an idea and God has planted that in your heart, in your mind. Somebody else has a calling on their heart. God's telling them you need this. And he's going, I think of it as a magnet. He's going to pull you together because that's who you're meant to serve because every single aspect of your journey has led you right where you're meant to be today. And as you, as you start to build your business, those people will find you because even if there are a hundred people doing the exact same thing, who have the exact same skill set, they haven't had the same journey you've had. And your ideal client is one step behind you, one step. And maybe that step is five years long. Maybe it's 10, maybe it's three, maybe it's one, but they are right behind you and they need you, your personality, what makes you unique, what made your journey unique to be able to help them create the world, the life, the business that they want. Such such a practical exercise. I highly encourage you listening to go back just a minute, just a few minutes and listen again so that you can make sure that you put that into place. Robin, it's been a treat having you uh, on the show. Tell us where can we learn more about you? I always say, Brian, the best place is my website, therobingraham.com. You can access the podcast there, the book, my free resources, um, anything about me, my Facebook group, everything's right there on my website. Okay, perfect. And we'll make sure to link to that as well. And so final question for you, Robin, today, would you be willing to pray for our listener? Yes, I am. Dear Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to be here with Brian today. I am grateful for the connection and for the opportunity. And I pray for every single woman listening today. And I ask that you please remove doubt, remove fear, help them to recognize what you are placing on their heart, how you want them to serve, direct them to clarity for their purpose and give them strength, patience, wisdom, knowledge, all the fruits of the spirit so that they can navigate this journey in a way that pleases you and serves others. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Robin, thanks so much. 
Thank you so much for checking out the show. If you haven't subscribed yet, this is your opportunity to make sure that you do not miss a show as they come out. Also, if you could leave a comment, let me know where you watch the show, where you're based, what your business is. I'd love to get to know you a little bit more, see how I can help you move your business forward. Thanks again.